0: there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So, if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Davina Stanley, and I'm here today with Richard Medcalf again for the Impact Multiplier CEO podcast. And this is the series where Richard's come up with some fabulous questions about helping us multiply our impact. Hi Richard, how are you?
0: Hi Dav, I'm well, thank you. Yeah, how are you doing?
1: Very well, very well, thank you. Jealous of you having had such a lovely vacation now that you're back.
0: Well, I'm back and actually I've got some big news. Yesterday I actually had a business trip for the first time um, after after COVID, so I was a very big boy. I traveled to London on the Eurostar. We're recording this in, um, what is it, middle of September, so it probably will come out a few months later, but uh, yeah, it was it was a new experience. Um, it was it was like back to school. Very interesting.
1: Unbelievable. Well, in Australia, we are in lockdown again, <laughs> so I'm allowed out of my house as of yesterday. I'm allowed to have a picnic. With four other people, if we're all vaccinated, fully wow. vaccinated. Wow. So I'm, I'm really a long way from the Eurostar. So I'm very jealous. Not only am I jealous for you for your summer vacation when I'm in winter, <laughs> but also your freedom. So hopefully it won't be too far behind us. We're getting closer. We're 80% uh, vaccinated with our first jab okay. for all okay. of the adults
0: yeah. in my state okay. today. Good. So Good stuff. Good stuff.
1: Hopefully, not too far. Well, you've got um, got a question for us today, a really good one.
0: Yeah, I have. And um, the question for today is, what kind of leader are you growing? What kind of leader are you growing?
1: I think that's a fantastic question, but I'd like you to unpack it a bit so I understand it. What do you mean, what kind of leader are you growing or leaders are you growing?
0: yeah so this speaks to the question of multiplication right on any journey, the first journey I think of the leader is the you of personal transformation, right that we have to go up the mountain as a leader and kind of become competent and a skilled leader in our, in our own right. Um, but leadership is not about having followers, actually, although that's the first step perhaps it's really about are you raising up other leaders? because if you really think about leadership as it compared with management i think management is kind of telling people what to do and organizing people and leadership is really releasing that uh, commitment within other people uh, to a cause right a a desire to go above and beyond the bare minimum uh, in order to uh, work on something that's you know a shared endeavor together and as part of that you know you're going to need leaders if you want to multiply your impact if it's not going to be just you and the eight people that you can probably um, uh, manage, then you need to raise up other leaders. And um, uh, as somebody once said, you know, it's one thing to climb up the mountain yourself. It's another thing to become the Sherpa who takes other people up the mountain. It's a different skill set.
1: Very. I've never heard of it described that way, but I like that a lot. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. And, um, and somebody said, you know, you can't teach this stuff. Well, Obviously, actually, you can. You can model it. You can. uh, It's an apprenticeship journey, and you know we all do it when it comes to our kids. In many ways, right? We need to teach them uh, by, by, but yeah, they they often learn by imitation. They learn by watching what we do, what's important to us, and also through the things we say. Uh, And so, I think this question forces us to think about our values because the question is, what kind of leaders are you growing? Because you're probably growing a certain sort of leader no matter what you're doing, just like you're raising a certain sort of kid, no matter what you're doing. And so uh, when I think about what kind of leaders, It's well, for me, it's like, what are you optimising for? What are you optimising for? What's the priority? So there's short-term performance, people who are just driven by getting the dopamine hit of the next month's results or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you optimising for behaviour? So are there certain principles of acting that actually take precedence, even if that means you might suffer in the short term? Um, Or are you, for example, uh, optimising for a learning uh, culture, a learning mindset, which is, again, something a bit different? And so if we just perhaps pull these apart a little bit, performance versus behavior, right? Well, we, that's a classic dilemma that leaders face, right? It's like, do we want to just drive the result or are we trying to build uh, a healthy environment? And sometimes they're, they, hopefully they're compatible and many often they are compatible, but sometimes there's a choice. What do you do with the leader who's high performing but low on standards, behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Not value aligned. Or what do you do with somebody who is, underperforming but a great fit in terms of behaviors so we do need to make trade-offs at certain points. Hello it's Richard here with a quick interlude. These conversations are all about upgrading how you think about creating impact so here's a resource to help you do just that whilst staying fast and focused. The CEO's checklist for challenging times is a quick way to enhance your thinking and detect blind spots, even when things are moving incredibly fast and you're not sure what's going to happen next. You can get this powerful checklist of 17 world-class strategies by heading to xquadrant.com forward slash go forward slash challenging times checklist with a hyphen between each of those three last words. Now, back to the conversation.
1: I suspect some of those are short term for circumstantial as well as the general longer term trend as well aren 't they mm. sometimes you might have a broad view on on what you 're optimizing for that you need to adjust for certain circumstances when you 've got a crisis for example
0: yeah you
1: might need to adjust to that
0: yeah that's right of course um, but again we 're kind of looking for you know is it you know, is, is it a performance mindset is it but you know is, is, is it actually You know, is is it what are you doing or is it who are you being? Um, And then how are you growing? And so performance versus learning is another interesting dilemma because it's been shown that actually a a high performance culture will reward, um, again, a certain behavior, which is not always ready to adapt. And so often we think, we talk about, we think about performance, but if you think about performance, that means you're measuring it Against a fixed set of rules, like the, you have a consistent environment for performance, like you're playing a board game or a sports game, and therefore you can do high performance on the sports field because it's a it's a finite game, right? It's a specific thing with specific rules, and therefore you can measure performance. But what happens if the rules are changing as you go? Right? Then the then the, the high, most adaptive people are going to work, and therefore actually the experimentation that learning requires will tend to reduce short-term performance
1: Mm, absolutely
0: right Mm. but probably over the midterm you're going to create a better outcome so what kind of leaders are you growing
1: sorry how much risk are you going to tolerate this part of that question isn't it
0: yes Mm. yeah exactly so um you know, for example, I, I, people say, I like to celebrate failure. Well, in reality, nobody really celebrates failure, right? And and, it's, uh, and people think, I think I should, or well, we should do that more. Well, I would say it's not failure you want to celebrate, but it is learning that you want to celebrate. And therefore, when somebody tries something and they fail at something, they take a risk and it doesn't work out. Well, first of all, is that actually failure? Is that just part of a learning journey towards a future success? First of all, how do you see it? But secondly, you're not going to go, hooray, your project didn't work. That's not going to work. But on the other hand, you will say, I really love the way that you've extracted some key learnings from this, you know, or what have we learned for next time? How are we going to change? And building that learning culture is really important. So I think if you have these, imagine a triangle, you've got performance on one end, you've got behavior in the other and learning on the other. And this trying a kind of a map and you can kind of say, well, where am I actually, you know, what, what, what are the order? What's the order? Which way around am I putting this triangle? What's at the top? Um, and you know, how's that actually showing up in the questions that I set as I have with my team? Um, yeah, the conversations that we have together, what we celebrate, uh, what we reward, all those kind of things. So what kind of leaders are you growing?
1: I think that's a, it's a really interesting question just to reflect on, isn't it, and perhaps to observe what's happening and think about what we'd like to be happening and see whether there's a gap between the two or whether we're comfortable that they're fairly aligned. I, I can imagine we might have an intention in that regard that's sometimes quite hard to actually deliver on quite precisely or consistently perhaps.
0: Precisely. Yeah, I think that's right. And therefore, that's why it's quite good to come up with a bit of a personal charter or... Um, almost like articulate your leadership principles, what are a couple of those core convictions which you really believe is the path to uh, successful leadership, to uh, creating people who are going to make an impact? And if you kind of focus on what is that, you know, what is that that I want to pass on and multiply from what I've learned as a leader or what the kind of leader that I want to be, And make sure that is actually coming through because people will, you know, culture is built by people figuring out what works and what in the current environment. And so if you're creating the culture of your team, if people basically know that to succeed in your team, they should basically shut up, just do what they're told (laughs) and deliver the results, that that is, that's the leaders you're growing. You're growing leaders who are going to do that. If you actually, if people start to realize that what is, what is appreciated and, uh, and valued is a commitment to experimentation, um, um, you know, trying things out and, and finding you know, breakthrough results, for example, uh, that will also be valued. So again, you're going to need all of these, performance behavior and learning. You're not going to not have any of those in your mix but I think that's just one simple way to start to think about what are my leadership principles? When I have to make a trade-off, where will I go? Will I sacrifice my behaviors for the performance? Will I sacrifice performance for learning? You know, which way round does it play? And so that would be what I would recommend as a simple call to action is just try to draw out that triangle uh, and just use that to think through uh, just a few leadership principles that you would love to pass on to your team and that's it. Mm.
1: I think that's really helpful, that visual of the triangle, and perhaps thinking about the way the orientation of the waiting for each at, at, as your, your base case, perhaps your ideal place to have. I think that's, that's a really nice, helpful visual that encapsulates what you've just said there. No, that's, that's terrific. So next time, we have another question and um Richard's holding back he's not telling me what the x means he's got a quirky title for this one it is WWXD so I'm looking forward to hearing what Richard means from that as usual he's holding it back
0: from
1: me <laughs> so I looking forward to drawing it out from him when we get together for our next next session so if you'd like to um, go and see other podcasts in the series, you can go to xquadrant.com slash podcast. So unless Richard's got anything else to add there, we
0: I've got one last thing, which is really just a, summary, a little a reflection on this, on this episode. Yeah, you know, this question is not a question that you need to ask if you just want to drive performance in the current quarter. This question is really a question about legacy, and it's a question about multiplying your impact. And it's a question of, yeah, of scaling, right? Um, the questions to multiply your impact. And so if you're serious about multiplying your impact, this is really a key question. It's who are you raising up around you?
1: Yeah, oh, that's terrific. I can absolutely see that playing out. So thanks so much. And we look forward to seeing you again next time with Richard's WWXD question that has me so curious. Bye for now.
0: Speak soon. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? Who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level? If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching, and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.